Howdy friend, welcome to Home Drone. I'm your host R.P. Smith. Last Saturday afternoon we moved the weaned heifer calves back to the river place. I had three of my sons and my son-in-law Patrick lined up for crew. Zane had gotten his horse Sarge saddled first and taken him into the biggest pen to warm him up. They have, they have a little ritual where they have to reenact one of Charlie Russell's bronc ride paintings every time they start out on a job and that day their little game did not end well. It was a warm day and the ground was slick. They both went down. Keep in mind Zane competes in saddle bronc and bull riding in amateur rodeos, so horse falling over in a corral initially did not strike me as a big deal. But Zane's foot had ended up between the swell of the saddle and the frozen ground. The force had knocked the heel off of his boot and, and at first he thought that was why he was having trouble walking. Zane had never, up to that point, had a broken bone. I was pretty sure he was going to walk it off. We had already gotten off to a late start, so Patrick, Caleb, and I headed out to get the drive started. Wyatt had broken a stirrup earlier in the day while he was helping Patrick at the feedlot where he works and had forgotten about changing it until it was time to go. I figured they'd both catch up with us, but as I looked back, Wyatt was helping Zane out of the corrals. The plan had been for Beth to come down to the river in a couple hours to trailer us back home, but the trip to the emergency room did not go real fast. Our drive did go well, and Beth got back in time to haul us the last two miles home. The extra five miles of riding was good for the horses, but Sarge, who really needed the miles, was still at home standing in the corrals. The x-ray showed at least one broken bone, but Zane's foot was swollen so much they couldn't do anything with it. The foot doctor comes to Broken Bow on Thursday. Sunday afternoon we got a call that someone else had looked at the x-rays and there was more than one broken bone and they might want to go to Grand Island and see the specialists as soon as they could. At 8 o'clock Monday morning Beth's on the phone. The only spot the clinic had on Monday was at 10 o'clock. Since Grand Island is an hour and a half away this didn't leave them much wiggle room and they took off as quick as they could. The swelling was still pretty bad, but the doctor said things were really smashed and they'd need to look again on Thursday, and that it was a good possibility that surgery would be required. They'd given Zane a heavy boot and crutches, and I was a little surprised when they came home from their appointment on Thursday that the boot and crutches were still all that he had. After the examination, the doctor had told him that all he needed to do was not put any weight on it for six weeks. The brakes were close enough to being in the right spot to heal on their own and the dislocations would drop back on their own. No cast or surgery should be required. I don't want to discount the power of prayer and I think the Lord certainly had a part in a positive report. But when I'd been filled in on the doctor's report, I said, so we would have been just as well off if you'd just come to the house and laid around for a few days. Zane agreed with my analysis and Beth said she would leave any further medical decisions up to the two of us. It brought to mind a statement a homegrown listener had shared with me. When he'd told his grandson that an apple a day keeps the doctor away, his grandson had replied, Grandpa, I can't throw an apple that far or that hard. And it also brought to mind a poem from a few years back that I call Cal Camp Medicare. That skanky little four-year-old, she really piled him hard. We legged him up to the reed ride, drove the cattle to the yard. By the time we finished sorting, he was looking pretty tough. 
We thought it might be serious when he said, Boys, I've had enough. I didn't want to panic him before we set out on the track. I'll go get the pickup while you put away your tack. Past closing time at the clinic catch someone there'd be no chance, so we took out salt and checked the mills on the way back through the ranch. Concerned he might be stiffed up from sitting such a spell is why I had him get the gates as if I need to tell. It was obvious he was hurting from the look upon his face. When we hit the washboards and the auto gates, I picked up the pace. You see, I had a theory, though my theory could be wrong, that this four-wheel drive chiropractor might shake things back where they belong. Now it's nearly sundown, let's call it a day. You know there's nothing they can do for cracked ribs anyway. After all that I had done for him, it did not set well with me. He did not leave enough ice cubes to cool a glass of tea, then used a brand new roll of vet wrap to hold that pack in place. He's not usually self-indulgent, but today that's not the case. You can talk about your HMOs and co-pays and the such, but there's a plan that costs so little and gives so very much. When it comes to rural health providers, there's nothing to compare with the service you receive from CalCamp Medicare. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping the Lord blesses you real good today, that he's raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.